Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang. And today, I've got a special guest for you. Offensive lineman Jermaine Illuminor will join me. He's become the media's probably most requested player after he gave a top-notch press conference to us. Uh, One of the most fun press conferences I've been able to be a part of. And after that, I immediately got on the horn to the Raiders and was like, I need to talk to this guy more. Had to bring him on. So we're going to talk to him today. So Jermaine will join me here shortly. But first, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And also make sure to check out VegasNation.com to keep on top of all of your Raiders news and information. Don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And also a reminder that we are brought to you by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download that app today to get up to a $500 bonus when you sign up. And also TickPick. All right, let's go ahead right now. Get into this interview with Jermaine Illuminor. You were first introduced to us here at the Raiders media at a uh, news conference just recently. And I think everybody was really taken by you. And I I was immediately texting Katie, who's over there, <laughs> saying, hey, how do I get Jermaine on my show? So I'm very excited that you were able to come on today. Thank you. No, no, for sure. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so, you know, I wanted to kind of tell the story to the fans listening here, how your love for football grew when you were living in England. And mm-hmm. it was kind of difficult to follow the sport then because, uh, you know, it, it just wasn't as, I guess, loved um, or popular rather, not loved, but not as popular to a lot yeah. of the fan base out there. So what was it for you that um, really kind of struck you about the sport originally? Um, I would say, you know, I always wanted to be a professional athlete. I didn't know in which sport because, you know, I grew up playing soccer, as I said, and then I played rugby. And I was really trying to make my way in rugby, but, you know, it's hard because it's not like you can go to college and then get scouted and, you know, get drafted into the, you know, the big leagues. You have to, you know, build your way up going through different leagues and um, different teams and then, you know, get recognized by a bigger team and then they bring you on and, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, with football, when I was just, you know, I was literally just going through the TV trying to find an Arsenal game and then, came across the Dolphins and the Giants playing. It literally was really miraculous. Like I had no intention of watching American football that day. And, um, you know, it was funny because I could only watch TV at certain times from the day when my dad wasn't home. Cause then when my dad came home from work, you know, the TV was his. So on those times when, you know, I had the TV all to myself cause I had two sisters and one brother growing, you know, growing up. So, you know, we had to try and, you know, whoever got the remote first was the one watching TV. So, you know, luckily I got the remote. And so, you know, literally just came across that game out of nowhere. And Eli Manning was a quarterback. And I think it was Chad Pennington who was a quarterback for the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, it was just all the hitting and, you know, just all the, how do I say, just, you know, putting your hand in the dirt and just getting dirty and just grinding through those plays and the grit, 
of, you know, just playing American football. It just, it just struck me as something like I could see myself doing in the future. So, um, you know, I did some, some research on it. And the more I researched it and the more I read about it and learned about it, the more I just fell in love with the sport. So that kind of just took off from there out of nowhere. Didn't even knew I was going to be playing American football. What? I was, how was that? 2007. So I, I, I'm, I'm terrible at math, so excuse my numbers. That's all good. I may have been, if it was, I was seven, I'm 26 now, so it was 19 years ago down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was seven at the time. Had no idea I was going to be playing football 19 years later in the NFL, so it was, yeah, that's really how everything happened, though, started. And so seven years after that, you moved to the States. I'm going to put some more math on you when you're 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you're 14, you're here in the States. And then um, you did you immediately just know, like, I've got to find a school where I can play? Because I imagine you, I think you re- I remember you said that you didn't play that much um, in England, obviously. So it was more about the other football. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, my aunt lived in New Jersey and the whole moving to America thing kind of was crazy, too, because my dad had applied for our green cards a couple of years before I didn't even know we like there was a chance that we could move to America because I didn't know about the whole green card um, thing. So my dad had actually applied for green cards earlier when I was younger, and we finally got them a couple of years later. And so literally, we were taking a trip to America to visit my aunt in New Jersey and uncle and two um, two cousins. And so I think it was like maybe on the last day, um, my dad was like, "Hey, Jermaine, do you want to move to America?" I was like, "Well, what?" Uh, you know, I was 13 at the time. He was like, yeah, you know, you want to try it? I was like, I mean, shoot, hell yeah, let's do it. So, you know, it wasn't hard to find a high school because there was a high school maybe 10 minutes down the street from where my aunt lived called Morris Knowles. And so we really just drove there and did the whole, you know, applying thing, trying to get into school. And my mom looked at me like, yo, are you serious? Like, you really want to try it? So I was like, yeah, I mean, I've been wanting to move to America to play football. You know, if you tell me I was going to do this, let's do it. So it wasn't too hard to find a school. The only thing that was hard was, learning the actual rules because, you know, like I said, I learned off a, off a video game on NFL.com. So being there in the high school, I didn't really know, you know, it's different going from online to in-person. And like I said, I played a little bit in England, but it was flag football. So I didn't really know all the rules. And so that was the hardest thing, just trying to learn the actual sport. Because when I came out, I called it pitch and I called it field and, um, you know, I remember I was in the way. I'm like, hey, where's the pitch? And my guys, like, my friends are like, what the hell are you talking about, Jermaine? I'm like, the pitch. I'm like, the hell's a pitch? And I was like, I pointed the thing outside. It was like a big grass, like turf. And they're like, oh, the freaking field? I was like, yeah, the pitch. They're like, Jermaine, it's a field. You're in America now. Call it a field. I was like, okay, the pitch. You know? so it took <laughs> a couple of months to get used to the same American terminology, too. But no, it wasn't hard to get going. I'm sure. Like, um, I'm not even sure exactly what knickers are, but we don't use that word either. So yeah, <laughs> it's like things like that. Just getting used to it. Knickers but, is underwear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the one I knew. <laughs> I've heard that before. Of course, yeah. that's what I got to say. How embarrassing. But anyway, um, you know, after that, you said like you must have gone to and written letters and done these videos for about 120 schools. Like mm-hmm. how, first of all, intensive was that process for you? And just when I heard that number, were you doing this all on your own? Like mm-hmm. just all your own kind of recruiting? Yeah, I did. I did wow. in JUCO too. So in high school, I knew like I knew I wanted to play college football. Like I um, 
you know, the first ever school I got exposed to college wise was USC back when Pete Carroll was there with like Brian Cushion and Raymond Luger, Clay Matthews, you know, Keith Rivers. Um, you know, I wanted to play on defense, but I was too big to play linebacker. So, you know, I played D tackle. But um, yeah, so that was the first guy I kind of got exposed to, and I kind of knew about college football. Never really watched it in high school, but, you know, I knew about it. And so I, what I would literally do is I would go and I would, um, I would write down every single college that was D1, not even D1, AA, D1A. And then, um, you know, from the MAC to the ACC to the AAC, I think it's called, and that was the Big East back in high school. Right. Um, <clears throat> pardon, to the SEC, to every, every single conference in Division One football. I literally got every single school. I went to the staff directory and had their emails on. So I would literally tag every single one of the stuffs and every single email I wrote and I would send it to them. And like, I had a whole, um, you know, I had a whole big email and I literally just changed the, it would be Nebraska. I'd be, hey, I'm at Nebraska. And then I would change the Nebraska to Michigan State to Michigan. And I think over, I sent probably like 120 emails in high school. And then I did the same exact thing in Juco. I took the same template of email and I, you know, put more college things and like, hey, hey, now instead of being six four, six five, I, I said I was six foot six just to try and sell it. I'm six four. Of course. I, Got I, it. I try, you know, I tried to impress them. But um yeah, so instead of, you know, I'd be like, I'm six foot four, three hundred and twenty pounds. I'm not the puny high school kid who said that sucked, you know. And I would attach the high school the college tape. The one thing in high school is I never had a tape. Um I had some of a tape, but my I, w- I don't think it was good enough for D one, so I didn't attach it. But then when I decided to attach it, that's when everyone said I sucked and I was getting nothing. You know, some schools didn't even like some schools got back to me, but then they were like, okay, let's see your tape. And as soon as I sent my tape, they would just say, oh, yeah, nah. And they didn't even get back to me. But yeah, the whole recruiting thing I did myself because I didn't have the money to pay for like the recruiting services. And, you know, I'd make like a profile, but I didn't have money to pay them or, you know, I wasn't a good enough player or a big enough player to go to these little rifles camps or FBU camps and stuff like that. So I literally just had to, you know, just try my hand and was writing emails and hopefully schools got back to me and they saw that, you know, because I'm sure they get thousands of emails from kids a day. So luckily they just happened to come across mine and, you know, from there just, you know, so it was really just being lucky. That was the biggest thing. I mean, and the perseverance that you had to keep pursuing it because it's not easy when you're hearing that kind of feedback and then all those letters that you took the time to put out and to send and the tapes and everything, all the energy that you put into it, you eventually got there. But I mean, for you, just as a testament to perseverance and as far as getting yourself in the right mindset. I mean, what was that like getting back those messages and for you to say, I, I still got to put my pedal to the metal and get this done? Like how, what went through your mind and all that process? I, mean, I moved to America to play a sport. So I wasn't going to let, you know, I, I knew I wasn't good enough in high school, but I was just going to, you know, I just wanted to see what people, you know, thought about me. Like I, I would have been shocked if I got an offer in high school. I knew I wasn't going to play D, like division one football at the time. I knew I was, you know, I was really vanilla. I really, had to, you know, get my feet wet in the sport and they weren't, I wasn't, you know, it was never a talent thing for me because just really raw and I just had to put everything together. It was really just, I knew once I got into a program and I got real coaching that, you know, I feel like my career would take off. And, you know, I mean, no schools really wanted to take a chance on me because, you know, I wasn't, I had no stars. I didn't have no rivals, my profile. I didn't, you know, have all this hype in high school. I didn't have you know, I wasn't the best player on my team. I didn't have none of that. But I knew that once, 
you know, one school took an opportunity, like a chance on me, then I was going to be good. But yeah, I told myself coming in, you know, you move to America to play football and to give your family a better life. If you, you know, it, it just, you know, you can't, you know, give up now because then why did you move to America? You know, what are you going to do with your life if you don't play football? I, I knew I wasn't meant to work a nine to five job in an office or, you know, be, you know, I, I, I if I'm being totally honest, I was never going to be a doctor. I was never going to be a vet. I was never going like, to be an engineer. I was never going to, you know, be one of those big jobs that, you know, required a certain level of intelligence. So I'm, a, I'm an intelligent person, but I never knew I was going to do that. I knew I was going to play football. I knew I was going to be something in sports. So, you know, even though they told me at the time that I sucked and I wasn't good enough, I wasn't going to let that get me down because I knew, you know, like, if you just think about it, my whole story, I moved from England to America. Who, like, really, who gets the opportunity to do that? You know, who gets the opportunity to move from one country to another to pursue a sport they've never played before, but they really feel like they have the potential to make an impact in that sport and reach the highest level of that sport, you know? A kid from England thinking that, that you think that kid's crazy, but for some reason, that was, you know, that was just in my heart. I don't, like, I, I always say it was God just putting that, in my heart saying, you know, you was going to make it. You just have to get through these obstacles. And that's what the coach is telling me I sucked was. It was an obstacle. And I, I either I overcame that or I let it get me down and knock me off the path that God had for me. And, you know, the story was going to end there. Or, you know, I can take it. I can learn from it. I can say, all right, if they say I suck, then, you know, I'm going to email them in a year or two and, you know, we'll see what they say then and just keep working, you know, keep my head down, do everything I have to do. And, you know, take the long route, which is what I ended up doing. And, you know, I'm here today. And, you know, so it definitely ended up working out. But I would, like my entire career, people have said I sucked. You know, even in the NFL. I made to the NFL and people still tell me I sucked. Like, am I going to let them get me down? No. Do I think I can reach the highest level, like being one of the best in my position? Yeah, I definitely think that. I've always thought that. I thought that in high school. I thought that in college. And I definitely think in the league. The same mentality I had in high school, I still have to this day because if I ever lost that mentality, I wouldn't be here right now. So, you know, I, I never let negativity get me down. I never let someone telling me that I'm not good enough get me down because, you know, I know that I'm good enough. And as long as I believe in myself, you know, I don't really need anyone else to believe in me. Now, it's nice having people believe in you, but I don't need that. As long as I believe in myself, that's all I need. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll speak more with Jermaine about some of the latest things that have been happening with him since he's been able to start at guard for the Raiders. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site, and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on a 
another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. There's so many Raiders home games coming up at Allegiant Stadium and on the road, and TickPick has you covered. If you're looking for seats at Allegiant Stadium, which is already tough to do, TickPick is bound to have the best offers available. Make sure to check that out, Raider Nation. Visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation today and use the promo code Vegas Nation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. I've just determined that your office character is Dwight because, <laughs> you know, Dwight kept getting after it. Dwight? You. Well, you know, the uh, emotions that Dwight has in getting to that main job. He wanted to be the manager. He, he got, got shot down, went to interviews in Florida, got shot down. But you know what? Dwight made it there. Oh, I can, got I there. By the end of the show, he was driving, what, his charger and yeah. you know, the regional district manager, and he was doing his thing. So, yeah, I, I can definitely see the Dwight comparison right there. <laughs> but you are not Beats Bears in Battlestar Galactica. That I don't see, but maybe I I'm wrong. Nerd, so the Battlestar Galactica, I can definitely see because I love Star Trek and, you know, Star Wars and all those nerdy like movies and tv shows so um, i can definitely relate to that also all right so i saw after this i i gotta ask um the raiders put out the tweet that uh talked about the office and then you re-quoted it and said uh second like top two show or something like that so if mm-hmm. it's not number one what's number so, one and two the office is number one okay number two it's tough because i'm a big anime guy so by the oh. way I, I won't. I wouldn't group anime and regular TV shows together, but um, it's funny because I don't know who said it, but someone told me about Ted Lasso. Yeah, and I'm already on season two, episode eight of Ted Lasso. I watched. Yeah, I, watched <laughs> I said I was going to watch on the plane, and I did, and I love that show. So I, Ted Lasso would have to be up there too because I love that show. And if I had to compare myself and Ted Lasso, I'd say I'm like Roy. I like Roy is my favorite character. That's hilarious. I've got it actually downloaded as well from that same reading. Uh, and I think it was Paul Gutierrez from ESPN that said it. It's a great show. It's a great yeah. show. My second favorite show. Hmm. See, I could say Game of Thrones, but season, season seven sucked. No, it did. Killed it. It killed it. Season, it. Se- season seven? Yeah. yeah. Season seven. One through, one through six was perfect. Season seven sucked. So it can't be Game of Thrones. It's a tough question. I just, I just, the office is something I just really relate to. So I'm like you with that, where I've watched it through at least twice and mm-hmm. it hasn't gotten old yet. And then I get new faith. First, it was Dinner Party was my favorite episode. Then mm-hmm. it was the stress relief, I think it is. And then there was one with the, is that the one with the fire drill? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> my favorite episode is um, Jim and Pam getting married on um, yeah, Niagara. Yeah, on Niagara Falls. That's my favorite um, episode. And then part uh, one was, or two part two because okay. i like, like everyone in the office is doing like the little um soul train yeah. thing down the road so i like that a bunch um and it's funny because it's funny you say that because literally when the raiders put that out i had people tweeting me like oh Jermaine, you're such an amateur i've watched it 17 times already you need to catch up i was like oh my 17 i mean i don't know if i get up to 17 but you know that's- i'm gonna mark that in this interview and i'll come back around to you at some point <laughs> that's where you're at um, maybe I'm I, maybe I'll get around to watching like another once or like another like two more times, but 17 that's hardcore. 
<laughs> seriously is. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about last week's game as well. Um, just the fact that, you know, you've been in there, you tweeted, it was like, you know, the best feeling ever for you on a football field. What made it special? Um, I just refound my love for football here. You know, I went through a lot last year um, mentally, you know, getting hurt and going through a lot, you know, um, you know, I felt like I was having a great season at right tackle last year and I got hurt and, you know, camp coming back, playing on an injured leg kind of took the fun out of the fun of it for me because I wasn't performing at the level I should have been. And, you know, I'm not making any excuses, but, you know, it's hard playing on one leg going against some of the best players in the league. But, you know, I, I kind of lost my love for football last year and, you know, I, I loved my teammates. Don't get me wrong, but I just kind of lost it in a sense. And coming into this year, I wanted to refine that love and it took me till I got to Vegas to really find that, you know, having coach Gruden um, just come up to me and just tell me, Hey, we're just going to start fresh. And um, you know, the belief he had that he has in me and, you know, um, Mike Mayock, just the belief they have in me and, you know, coach K one, just all of them believe in me saying, Hey, Jermaine, we believe you know, just go out there and play. And, you know, having a great old line around me, um, I just, I just love football again. Like I just love playing there. I just love everything about it. And, you know, now that it's fun again for me, it doesn't even feel like a job. It just feels like I'm just going out there and playing backyard football. So yeah, I just, I just love football again. Like there's just a lot that went into it, but just, you know, I think coach Gruden is the biggest part of that. He made me, he helped me find my love of football again. And just, you know, sitting down here when I first got here and talking to him and having someone like him just say how much they believe in you. That went a long way for me. And, you know, just being here in this facility, you know, everyone, every like everyone in the facility, you know, it's just great. And it's a great environment. And I feel like it's hard not to love football here, you know, from the fan base to the facilities we have, to the owner, to, you know, the head coach, the online coach, to the nutritionist, to Katie, to um, the people that work in the cafeteria. Everyone's just so nice and, you know, welcoming. It's, you know, it's a lot. And so I just, you know, I just love where I'm at right now. My last question for you is just um, when your number got called up, you know, obviously you don't want to be called up because somebody else is lost to the season, like mm -hmm. Denzel Good or, you know, Richie being hurt or anything like that. But when your number got called, what was your first emotion going through that? What was I, you know, I, I cussed last week, so I'm trying to limit my cuss word, but <laughs> I, I would have said something else, but I was, I was nervous AF. I didn't cuss, so that shouldn't count. But I was very, very nervous. Like when um when I saw Denzel go down, obviously that sucked. But when my number recorded and I was on the field, I was my heart was being real fast. I was, you know, my hands were freaking shaking a little bit. Um, you know, I was very nervous because I didn't expect to get in that soon. Um, you know, I knew some sometime down the road I was gonna get an opportunity to play and I was gonna get an opportunity to showcase what I can do. I didn't think it was gonna be this soon especially against my old team, um, a team I've been wanting to play against for a long time. But, yeah, I was very nervous. But, you know, I prepared this offseason for the opportunity. Um, you know, that's one thing I can definitely say that I knew once I got the opportunity, I was going to be ready because I prepared like I was a starter. You know, I knew I, was, I knew I wasn't a starter, but I prepared like I was. And in this offseason, I took a different approach to it. And, you know, I um, prepared like I was going to be one of the best players at my position this year. In the offseason, like I, you know, completely changed my um, strength program, and I feel like I'm the strongest I've ever been. I, you know, worked my butt off condition. I feel like I'm in amazing shape right now, 
you know, there's always room for improvement, but I feel like I was right there and I was ready for the opportunity. So whenever it came, I was going to be able to take full advantage of it and play at the level necessary to beat teams in the NFL. So, um, yeah, like I, I definitely prepared for a day in and day out mentally and physically. And, you know, I feel like I was ready to take advantage of that because, I mean, you know, the NFL is a cutthroat business. And once you get the opportunity, you don't know if you're going to get it again. And I've been blessed to get countless opportunities. And I haven't always taken full advantage of them, but that's one thing I want to change this year um, when it came to that by, you know, when I get in, just make sure you stay in and make sure you do everything that you possibly can to make them keep you in and not take you out. Because there's always someone behind you trying to take your spot. And I have that in the back of my head. I'm like, you know, I got to perform every single time and every single day I'm in there, practice, weight room, conditioning, and then on the field and in uh, the game. So, you know, I, I was going to be ready either way. Um, and so, you know, when opportunity finally came, I, yeah, I was nervous, but I knew I was ready. You know, it was one of those things where I just had to get that first hit under my belt. And once I got that, it was just, all right, let's do it. Great stuff. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Hope to talk to you sure. again sometime down the road. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thanks again, everybody, so much for tuning in today. We'll make sure to be back next week on our regular Bat Time and Bat Channel. Uh, this week, we uh, moved days, switched with Vinny Vonsignor and Sam Gordon for first and 10. So next week, they'll probably be first and 10. But again, don't forget to check out VegasNation.com for all of our Raiders content. And also check me out on Twitter at Heidi Fang or on my Facebook page at Heidi Fang. And we are brought to you by the Las Vegas Review Journal and also presented to you by TickPick and Station Casinos. That'll do it for me today. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.